and welcome to episode 151. Season 6, episode 27. Of Two Miss P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Welcome back, guys. We hope you're okay. We hope you're enjoying the warm weather. Hottest day of the year so far yesterday. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, I my believe. eyes are feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so annoying hay fever, isn't it? Oh, I hate it. It's just I the get, worst. So people get different different hay fever vibes, don't they? You, get, yeah. you obviously got the goopy-eyed, itchy-eyed McGee's. Mm. And then you've got the, obviously, the scratchy nose McGovern's. But I'm a... Sneezeman. I'm a tight throatsman. Yeah. Like, my throat, Wheeze. where I'm, I'm like... It, I feel like I'm sucking up the back of my throat in my mouth. Yeah. don't know well, if that makes any sense, but... I mean... Like, yeah, that you like get like that. a tickle. At yeah, the back yeah, of your it's just well annoying. Mine decides every day whether to like ruin my day or not. I'm not not consistent with the hay fever. It's either I'll be absolutely fine or this is going to ruin your day. I think hay fever makes me grouchy as well, and I don't like people asking. <coughs> I mean, it's 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 downright obvious. Yeah, like if you're walking in an arm cast and, and someone goes. Broke your arm. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Obviously, you're scrubbing your eyes, rubbing <laughs> your eyes, and you look grim. Someone's like, "Hey, fever, is it?" Like, obviously. No, it's Monday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's such a weird thing to be allergic to as well. Just Not plants. Stonis pollen. Yeah. Here's one for you. Why is it always? Why do you only ever get hay fever in England? Well, th- th- it's so weird you say that. You know, because I was literally thinking. I went to Spain for two weeks last summer and I was thinking, I didn't take an antihistamine the whole time I was there. I didn't feel, like, aggravated at all when I was there. Now, the pool and the cattails may have helped. Yeah. But still, you know, I I just don't get it. Is it just because it's a different type of grass? Because have you ever walked on grass in, like, Spain? Oh, it's rock hard. It's like fake grass. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's the same in America, just fake weird... Maybe it's just that. Maybe different types of grass. But, yeah, it's weird how um, you only get hay fever in in England. But it's just a weird thing to be allergic to. But anyway, uh, sympathy with all our fellow sufferers out there. Get those histamines down, antihistamines down, yeah? Uh, Not the drowsy ones. Not the drowsy ones, because they are dreadful. Well, I, I had a, a colleague in work who got prescribed some hay fever tablets and right. she hooked me up the other day, right? And it's it's insane. I need to get hold of some. As in drowsiness or none? No, non-drowsy, but it was like, it wiped it out. Really? It absolutely cleared it out. I was oh, suddenly a new man. Not Benadryl? Uh, no, no. no nothing, nothing like that, nah. No. None of the I'll tell you what else stuff. as well. It's just, you used to be able to pick up antihistamines for cheapest chips yeah but you know everything cost of living uh, cost of living do you know slowly but surely and I've always (laughs) said this on this podcast like I'm not necessarily up to date on current affairs and I try and just live day by day basically trying to survive and I've I've noticed it do you know what really hit home I went in Sainsbury's the other day right because they do these donuts that are not that bad as in not that sugary okay and I went in and uh, and I looked, and there was there was a bargain aisle, and I was thinking, you know, I love a bargain. I'm yeah. like, big old David Dicker. <laughs> oh my god, yes! <laughs> and I uh, and I looked, and there was a can of Lynx, right? Or like there was different Lynx cans, like Lynx Black and Lynx Ice, or whatever it is, and Lynx Africa. Yeah. And it was five pound on the bargain aisle. Oh my! I days. was like, well, not only can you go to you know B and M or whatever and home bargains, but still they're they're up in it. What's, you know what everything. was the knockoff Lynx called? 
Oh, uh, what was that called? What was it not called? Was it oh, Axe? No, no, it was something else on it. Like, I'm sure. La- la- oh, sure it was Axe. Was it? Axe Spray. Axe Spray. That's just brought up an actual Axe. <laughs> axe Spray deodorant. Yeah, Axe. Look at that. Axe Africa. Yeah, but look at that. Look at the price. Yeah. Cause he lives, cause he lives, babes. Um, well, you say you're not up to current affairs. Obviously, there's been lots going on this week. Um, Has there been a week where there's not been much thoughts going on? on the whole submarine? Well, obviously, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to all the families. It's I found I found it very strange. The billionaire who was on their son, yeah, was at the Blink One Eight Two concert. The stepson. Was it stepson? Stepson, yeah. Was it the yeah. Blink One Eight Two concert? I mean. Listen, it's each to their own if that's his way of grieving. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I find it a crazy world where it, it just became this thing on online where everyone's like make, kind yeah. of making fun of it, but realistically, people have lost their lives. So I don't appreciate that, but... It, I, I mean, I don't, know if, I don't know what's true. I've read stuff that this submarine was built with parts from Amazon, just, like, ordered from Amazon. Is that true? Yeah, well, it didn't get, it didn't, it didn't get verified or, like... Yeah, my thing is like the thing that I cannot get my head around is why would you want to go and look at the Titanic? Well, I'm 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 quite a big Titanic man. Oh, I mean, I, 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 yeah, but but I could think of easily five hundred other things I'd rather do. I mean, if probably it got, even more. If it got offered to me, but it but it'd have to be like certified. It'd have to be like a. Well, verified. you'd pay quarter of a mil. How much would you? Well, I, I, I wouldn't even pay. I don't have quarter of a mil. No, but you wouldn't even pay. You couldn't even pay Unless me. Unless you buy our books, which are both available <laughs> from Amazon. Um, That's what I can't get me my head around. How much is like a seat, a seat on it? Yeah, yeah, quarter of a mil. Jesus. I know. Just I, to I go. Just think. Let, let, let's say the tragedy hadn't happened. Just as a as a concept, it's just re- like I know James Cameron's gone down, but he was researching the film. Mm. I mean, he still went down a lot. Yeah, he, did. he said he spent more time on the Titanic than the captain did. Ghosts of the abyss. I know. I do. I just don't get like. There's enough footage. You can send the stuff down to film it all. Why would you need to see it? And the actual screen you'd be able to see it through in your submarine is next to nothing. It's pitch yeah, black. I do get that. I don't. You know, I, just, I just think it's. I just think it's pretty sad. I mean, it dominated, didn't it? And it was. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, the thought of it, like being that oh, confined yeah. and knowing that, oh, it's horrible. What, what's so, yeah. What's your biggest fear? Because I, I, I can tell you what my biggest, like, you know, phobia or Oh, is fear it a phobia? Is. My biggest fear, genuinely, do you want to know? I don't want to get deep because no, this is on. a comedic podcast. My biggest fear And is, not not like, I'm talking about things like that, like being on a submarine. Oh, right, okay, because I was going like to say, that. oh, all right. Oh, what I'm were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, like, dying and not seeing my kids grow up. That's my biggest fear, genuinely. Right. But um, if you're talking about normal... Um, like being in like an A-level Spanish class <laughs> would be would be really difficult. I I I would not enjoy that in any way. Shape or form. No, but on a serious, I would say I think oh, it's difficult actually. I, you I have think, a, do you want me to I'd, say no? Or I'd, I'd go I'd go aeroplane. I'd go an aeroplane losing turbulence, like going down. Yeah. Like, even if there's a chance, I think it would put me off flying forever. Do you know what it is for me? Go on. Caving. Oh, I love caving. No, you know, you hear those stories of people who go caving and never and then come get back. stuck. Ooh, like, the yeah. thought, you know, like 127 you've got a, hours. You've got a stuck figure as well. I know. I, I mean, yeah. 
there was a story of a guy who was trying to find this little pool or something and he was caving his, his way through and he took the wrong turn and he basically thought if he just made it over this this little ledge if he squeezed his way through he'd drop out into this pool I mean how he'd then get out from that I don't know but he it, it, it fo- tried to follow this map went off the wrong way and um, basically got stuck but he'd gone too far down that there was like this mad trying to save him a rescue operation but he was like upside that oh, that that the that, thought of yeah. being trapped like that, that like, i'm not brilliant. great with heights but the thought like i could watch something on the telly you know when it's sort of like then peers over the edge of something mm. like it'll be on a building it'll appear at my stomach goes with that but the thought of kate you know like the um the documentary in the film about the yeah, Thai yeah, footballers yeah, when yeah. they go through all those tight like, that, yeah. that the I fact mean, that, it's in I, water as well just i've oh. done caving obviously none to that degree even at Robin Wood, I can't do caving. The caving, I mean, yeah, the one that I did years ago. And that's a real <laughs> solid Gillette, comparison. It was like everyone was saying to me, like, oh, have you been through wet knickers yet? I've told you this, I know. It was, like, no. it was called wet knickers, right. this this thing, and I was going, oh. <laughs> and the worst bit was, it was like the the guy who was doing the, the caving was seeing everyone through. And he looked me up and down and was like, mm, not sure. And I was like, Jesus, man. You know, I put the helmet on and everything. But the worst bit was, everyone was going, "Can you do it?" And I was going, "I'll do it." Yeah. And I was honestly, Struggling. oh, it, it kind of shrugged everything down, gave yeah, me a right yeah. fat ass. Yeah, yeah. It's not for me. It's not for me. And of course, it was uh, Glastonbury as well. So Glastonbury. Uh, did you watch much of Glastonbury? I caught a bit. I'm, I, this is the thing, right? Um, Would you ever go? Well, we were talking about this today in work. I'd go. Uh, but I, but there'd have to be some stipulations. I, I don't think I'd I don't think I'd pay that amount of money to potentially be right at the back. Why? What's the, what's the, well? You, you're talking couple of couple of tum bars for the ticket, aren't you? Yeah. Also, really not really not about queuing to get in and queuing to get out. I'm a, I've heard I'm a big that's with an crowds. absolute nightmare. Um, if it was like a, a luxury competition win like glamping. with glamping, I would be tempted. I don't have an issue with camping. I, I really don't care, especially, you know, weather's nice and stuff. But I don't know. I feel like there'd be a lot of people there that I don't really like. <laughs> As in just those pretentious, just like... Basically, right, it reminds me of this girl once where she was at a house party, right? And yeah. you're trying to get, like, making small talk. And she was basically one of my mates mates from uni okay i'd never met her before and i just said to her like uh so where do you live like where are you from and she was like the world is my home and i thought instantly no (laughs) i just was like nah where are you from you know what i mean and i just feel like that and i'm not trying to stereotype here because i'm sure there's amazing people lovely people but i just i just see it on tv like I look on TV and it shoots to the crowd, and you see those people who are just like, like proper. Get, I'm just like, no, no, I just wouldn't be into it. But I, uh, you know, fair do. I love people. the flags. I think the flags are the great. the flags are Some brilliant. Great banter with the flags. I mean, I do think this year uh, wasn't the best in oh, terms of lineup. Like, I feel like there's there's been a real. I, I sometimes dip in and out, but this year I sort of caught quite a lot of it. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, it depends what you're into, and it? it's quite—it's a lot more diverse than it used to be. What was what like was, different genres of music? Yeah, it being is. Included. Yeah, but so right, here's a question for you then. Right, you got to pick a main. You got to pick an artist for the Friday. Yeah. Or is it Thursday? 
No, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, right? Sunday, I want three headliners and then a, and then a legend for the legend slot, the Sunday legend slot. Uh, all got to be alive. They've all got to be alive, haven't they? So, um, oh, do they? Yeah, yeah, they've got to, haven't they? Uh, well, I, did, I like, I really like Arctic Monkeys. I watched their set. I watched a bit of their set, and you forget how many amazing songs they've done. But go back to your roots. I, do you know what I can't stand with some bands is when they first appear on the scene, like Arctic Monkeys, their first album, one of the best albums ever. I bet you look good on the dance floor when mm. the sun goes down, Mardi Bum. But he was like proper from Sheffield and he sang like he was from Sheffield so who's that girl there like all yeah, that, yeah. that rawness and then as soon as they become successful and they obviously you know move out the area or whatever he sang like it, it sounded a lot like someone was cut. I, I compared it to you know when Wonderwall came out by Oasis yeah and then there was a cover by a guy called Mike Flowers mm. do you remember Pete, it's oh, a, it's a massive like, throw. You're my wonder Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. That's yeah. what I felt. He was singing like just completely different to what yeah. it should have been like. But um, I do I do like their music. Um, you can't choose that. No. But then uh, the other thing I've noticed as well is some people, like when they get old, pe- you know, older artists back, some of their voices just cannot stand the no, test of time. No, no. Like they really struggle. Blondie struggled. Yeah. And and like Axel Rose from Guns oh, N' Roses. Oh yeah. Well Cockney John. Cockney John is a massive Guns N' Roses. I love fan. a bit of Guns N' Roses. Massive Guns N' Roses fan, but he was just like, bruv, he's lost it. Yeah. He's absolutely And lost do you not it. find that when those sort of older men start getting that much plastic surgery, they just look like grandmas. They just start yeah. looking like grandmas. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh <laughs> Obviously, Elton John's some absolute tunes. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> we got tea and toast. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Elton John. Elton John. Uh, Elton John was brilliant. There was a few, I think... Do you think it will be his last? The Twitter... What made it special was, I felt like everyone treated it like that was the last yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know. I but, think he'll pop... But I think my annoyance was, I made a lot of predictions for Elton John set. As in, who the guests were? Thought who was going to yeah. happen. And it was funny because it was like, it, I thought, right, Julie is definitely yeah, going to come yeah, out. Yeah, I thought that. I thought Ed Sheeran was definitely going to come out. Right. I thought um, Adam Lambert was going yeah. to come and do... Uh, my doppelganger. I thought Adam Lambert was going to come and do Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me for George, George Michael's Michael. 60th. And I thought, what a shout. That is such yeah. a shout. Well, I told you about that where during the Platinum Jubilee, Platy Jubes, yeah. I was on a stag do in Benidorm and we sat in this bar and it, the Platinum Jubilee, and he was there, yeah, Adam yeah. Lambert. And then I got a message off Instagram but someone basically saying, oh my God, just turned on BBC One and thought you were performing. Yeah, yeah, and you thought, said that. Yeah, yeah, and then the Lambert, stag yeah. do just, yeah. And then um, what was the other one? Uh, I predicted did I say Britney Britney Spears yeah well I thought Britney was, was gonna was... oh and then I thought Taron Edgerton because I heard that he was at Glasgow I thought he played Elton in the movie he can hold a note he's gonna yeah. come out and I'm thinking so I was I'm not massive on watching it I was actually I started Extraction 2 yeah. and I was hyped and then Kim was like can we put Elton John on it sounded more like can we put Elton on please <laughs> and I was like right alright and then I put it on and then I was waiting and a few songs I didn't know and then he started hitting his bangers and I was like, okay. I mean, his voice, bless yeah. him, he's old, but he's just like, ah, damn, daddy, do, 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 do. And then, um, and then he went, no time for my first guest. And I was, I looked at Kim like, here we go. I have called this right. I heard this song, I was thinking, bet you did, Elton, lad. Yeah. Please welcome Mr. Stephen Chavez or whatever. I was like, 
Steven Sanchez. I was like, who? Who? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's an absolute tune that, and, and he sang it amazingly yeah. well. Pretty cash as well, the guy. Yeah, he is. But I was proper like gutted. And then when now was Cotney John playing a joke on me here? Right, I thought he was being serious, and I told people in work this. Now you've got to tell me if if he's completely winding me up. So I was saying Adam Lambert's going to come out to do George Michael's bit because I love that song. That's yeah. one of my favourite songs. Uh... But George Michael's bit is amazing. I used to love Elton coming in. Yeah. So then, uh, Courtney John said, um, here we go. I can't believe he's not brought anyone out. Oh, that's what I was saying. Can't... He was saying, at least get a hologram of George. And I was like, all right, mate, it's Glastow. It's not going to be I like don't know how I like feel that. about that, though. But Abba are doing it, aren't they? Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. doing a concert and it's all right, where he put digitally it? enhanced. I'm trying to think of who I'd have as a lineup. Oasis. Oasis. Oasis oh, yeah. would be so, mine. So he goes, oh my God, I absolutely hate this version. And then he put, did you hear that? And I put, hear what? And he put, he literally sang, don't let George go down on me. And I went, did he? And he put repeatedly. <laughs> Is he winding me up? Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. <laughs> Unless it just said, you know, don't let it do. Don't do do. Um, yeah, Oasis. So, right, so you go in. So you go in. Oasis. So Oasis on the uh, Friday. No, they'd have to be the big. Well, they'd be legends. The big Saturday. No, they'd be no, le- no. Legends, would- legends. You're talking like. Yeah, but then again, it's sort of like, would they stand the test of time? Who's going to stand the no, test you, of time? This is what I mean. You've got to just put um, Rod. Do you throw Rod in the legends slot? You? Yeah, I do like a few Rodders. Rod, right, Rod so you go in Oasis on the big Saturday night on the yeah. pyramid stage. I might have to go back to my hip-hop root, roots and hit a bit of Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang on the Sunday night after uh, No, Wu-Tang Rod. Friday. Wu-Tang Oasis Friday, Saturday. Oasis Saturday. Would I go Rod Stewart? Well, it's Sunday. Rod Classic, and then who's, who's finishing the show? Um... Ah, who'd you go for? Well, I've not done my selection yet. Um, I need to think. I need, who, are, who are the legends? Name some more legends that I could... My brain's frazzled. Celine Dion? Nah. Mariah? No. Uh, nah. We'll Barry go, Manilow? Go Oasis. They can't be legends. They're legends. Yeah, but who are you going to have on your Saturday then? Um... You're not good at this. I no. thought you'd be snappy. You know what? I, I, it's music. It's music. I, I don't listen to. I'd an go awful Friday lot busted, Saturday Westlife, <laughs> Sunday Legend slot Michael Bolton, rounding it up big on the Sunday night with Boys to Men. Well, all right, fair enough. Boys to Men, you could have as a Legend slot if you want to yeah, borrow yeah. them from me. Do do do. Yeah, I'd love to go Glastonbury. It's just the camping bit. I just don't know if I could do for six days. I'm not a fan Supposedly of the old Supposedly a lot camping. of people were wearing nappies, adult nappies. Were they? Yeah, well, that's what I've heard. To be fair, so we were talking about that last night. Uh, just come back from Centre Parks with my uh, with some of my friends. And we had Elton on while we were having a couple of drinks and the kids were all playing. And I was saying, because one of our... Uh, Mark, Mark's been to Glastonbury a few times. Oh. So we were all sort of going... He was saying that people will have queued from 11 oh, in the morning. Yeah, 9 a.m. Yeah, 9 a.m. in the morning so, yeah. to get to the front of the line and just had to stay there the whole day. So I'm like, how do you go to the toilet? How do you do it? So that's why they have paper cups. Just do it in the paper cups. And then he was saying how someone weed on his wife's leg. 
one time as well. Well, I said uh, I said to someone today, they were talking about like nappies, and obviously my mates ordered some free male nappies to get sent to my house once, about a year ago. <laughs> Literally, I thought, I was like, oh my God, I've won a competition so many, it was just these male nappies. And I said to someone today, like, oh, I don't know if I could wear a nappy. I love the fact you tried to play it, play it off like a friend sent them. No, you ordered them. I didn't order them. And then, and then the thing is, uh, someone at work was like, um, oh no, it'd be all right for the lads. Like, you know, if you were just stood there. And I was like, yeah, but if I went number two, I was like, it'd stink. And they were like, you're not pooing in it. It's just strictly for we. And I was just like, well, you know, my son's still pooing yeah. in his. Um, go talk about Centre Parks. Obviously, we had a lovely time. Um, Centre Parks. I, I, I have a love-hate relationship with Centre Parks. Have you ever been? Never been. No. So we, we go normally towards Christmas with with Claire's family and we've started going this time of the year with all, all my old schoolmates and like it, it, it's purely down to the company you keep and it's every time I finish going to Centre Parks I'm like it's just such a rip off yeah. it's such like so like the food's crap uh, it's so busy um, but then it's like within a week we'll book it again for next year it's mad but anyway we took a big group selfie this, this is the story took a big group selfie of us all which we've done each year obviously see the kids getting older and that and uh, you might have seen now that obviously there's all this AI stuff out there but there are now uh, tools where you can edit pictures with AI yeah right? so we took this selfie everyone drives off and we go for a drink and then as we're waiting for the drink I get one of these AI tools. In fact, it's Adobe Firefly. So if anyone's interested in this, just Google Adobe Firefly. It's in beta mode. <laughs> I've been showing Adam just before. Just before. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to send this. This can be clipped up and you can have that picture of what I've done. Uh, and anyway, what you can do is you can sort of like uh, paint over part of the picture and then tell the AI what you want it to be replaced with. Um, so I did it subtly on one of my friend's heads and just got him to look bald right yeah made him bald and then I put that picture in the whatsapp group and basically said I'm going to post this one and it got a couple of thumbs up where people clearly hadn't seen and then a couple of like lols that's really funny of those who have spotted it and then I've just when we got home I opened my phone on Instagram and my mate's wife <laughs> had then posted the group picture to Instagram. But the group picture her had AI'd his husband, her husband to look bald. Oh my days, I was laughing so much. Uh, I should have just left that. it, but straight away I was like, you do, you, you, you've posted that version. She was like, oh no. He'd ate that as well. <laughs> He'd, He'd absolutely ate that. He'd ate it. So um, yeah, that gave me a good, good couple of uh, giggles on the web. But I'm absolutely shattered. Anyway, so, um, anything else to report? No, not really. Um, still cracking on with the old ankle. Got a bit of a dodgy limb. I, I'm starting to feel my age, I have to admit that. Yeah. Um, I actually... Two girls, two ex-pupils have come back for uh, work experience at our school. Right. And I was limping um, past them. <laughs> and I said, oh, lovely to see you. And uh, they were like, oh, you too, Mr. P. And I was like, uh, just to let you know, I've done my ankle. I don't just have a new weird walk. And then they were just like, oh, we thought you were just showing your age. <laughs> and I was literally stood there like, hello, darkness, <laughs> my old uh, Yeah, so, no, I mean, I did see this one funny story, right, which I'll just kick us off with. You look like you got a story. It's 
and anamores But tell me your story anyway, I hope it's a hit If it's not good, then I'ma go read it from Chip I hope the kid was there too There's a couple here, but it's all just about old school primary stories So I'm thinking that these are more maybe late 80s, 90s kind of school stories yeah. One said, I held a teacher's car keys hostage because she took my coat because I wouldn't go to detention. It's a ballsy move, isn't it? I know, yeah. Um, a boy in my class getting his head stuck in a chair and the fire brigade cutting him free. Yeah, I've heard that happen before. Uh, I had a child who got, whose arm got stuck behind a radiator once, I'll tell you that. Yeah. You think- you. That was fun. That was a fun learning curve. <laughs> One of my friends putting deep heat on his ball sack. Oh, I've done that as well. Rugby days, those rugby days where I was rubbing it Listen. into the old tight hammy and then accidentally went to the toilet without washing my hand, the deep heat off my hands. That was one painful rugby game. I, lo- I got put in the sin bin for locking a teacher in the cupboard. <laughs> and then someone's wrote, listen to this crazy cat. Oh, yeah. I got yelled at and sent to the sin bin by the same teacher for snogging in the cloakroom. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> and then this one, just to finish I wonder it. if he was actually snogging or he was doing that thing, you know, you used to do where you'd put your hands behind yeah. your back to make it or look like someone's snogging you. Wasn't there something that people did with the fingers? Like two people had joined fingers and you and you'd suck one of the fingers and it'd look like you were pulling, snogging. I've never heard that. In I've never life. done it. Yeah, right. I've, no, honestly, I've never done it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, Where in the world have you heard that from? No, I, I, right. If there's anyone listening to this, get involved at the two Mister P's in a podcast Facebook group, whatever. There's definitely some sort of trick that you can do. With like a, a friend or, <laughs> right. or a partner where you I can like guarantee not a single person will reach out for two reasons. Right? <laughs> one, it's not real. And no. two, <gasps> if it is, no one's going to publicly admit on the Facebook group <laughs> that they do it. They just need a bit of MD2020 just to get... <laughs> uh, this one. The boy who asked the biology supply teacher what an umblungus was. She spent the whole lesson frantically looking through the books to find out, not realising he'd completely made it up. Oh, no. <laughs> and then this Got one. Ya. So this is, going back, this is going back a couple of years, 100%. Um, a lad in my class a few years back was looking at pictures of a page three girl, and the teacher said to him, she'd eat you for breakfast. And he replied, I know where I'd ask her to start. Jesus. <laughs> what? That's obviously... Secondary. Sec- well, I was going to say in the 70s. Well, I mean, I mean, you've got to appreciate the comeback there. That's quick. <laughs> it, as a teacher there, you can't... I mean, the teacher's arguably... Worse. Well, yeah, the teacher got shooting. Because <laughs> not one... She's not... The teacher's not reprimanded the boy for looking at explicit material just sort of eased in going oh I yeah. oh I should eat you breakfast she'd show you a thing <laughs> or two my man forgetting that he's the trusted <laughs> or she is the trusted adult in the situation the classic like that's confiscated <laughs> yes <laughs> right shall we move on to this week's dilemma help 
help me, I have a dilemma It's causing more pain than a vinegar enema Help me please, I need you to Mr. P, some help from you please Here we go, so Hey there, Mr. P's. Long-time listener, first-time dilemma -ra. I've got a situation that's been bugging me for a while, and I reckon you two are the right lads to tackle it. I agree. <laughs> Apart from dilemma -ra. Yeah, dilemma -ra. I'm a teacher. Not just an ordinary one, mind you. I'm the real deal. I'm marking till midnight, pl planning lessons on the weekends. It's not the real deal. <laughs> the whole flipping caboodle. I've got a partner who's an absolute gem, but there's one little wrinkle. They just can't seem to wrap their heads around the fact that teaching is, in fact, a bit of a tough gig. They've seen me marking till my eyes cross and I start seeing semicolons in my sleep. They've seen me pulling my hair out about observations, learning walks. They've even seen me on Sunday, night, Sunday nights frantically trying to sleep while a hundred things fly through my head before the sun comes up. But do they get it? Nah. My job is pretty intense too. Oh, sorry, their job is pretty intense too. <laughs> uh, and, I res and I totally respect that, but every time I bring up the challenges of teaching, they wave it off saying things like, oh, it can't be that hard, or you get summers off, you know, the typical teacher myths. I know it's not a competition, but just once I'd like them to acknowledge that my job isn't all apples and gold stars. Any advice on how to get them to see the light without starting World War Three? Well, I mean, if you're sat there going cross-eyed while you're marking, pulling your hair out, getting the fear on a Sunday, every night being crazy, if your partner can't see that it's tough, <laughs> then I'm not quite sure you've got... Should have gone to Specsavers. Yeah, you've not got the greatest... I'd like to know what the partner does. As a job, yeah. Yeah, because if it's something like, you know... Go on, here we go, here we go. Offend, no, offend another group of that. workers. No, um, I would never offend. But every job has its stresses, but... You know, when she said, I'm I'm not just your ordinary teacher, she's an overworked teacher. She's a yeah. teacher with, an, yeah. with a, a work-life balance issue. Yeah. And I would suggest that I'm not siding with this partner, but I would suggest that really she should focus on trying to sort her workload out. Maybe, you know, teach me AI. <laughs> oh, look am at I that. Getting, am I getting cut in on that AI money? Um... Right, here's my thoughts on it, right? Turn your relationship into teaching, right? So just do things that happen in class with your partner to make them realise what it's like being in the classroom. So I'm thinking things like, um, you know, when they start talking, like if they come home and you say, oh, how was your day today? When they start talking, just interrupt them every second. Mm. Just like kids do in your class. Yeah. Just interrupt them every second. Or put second. your hand up. Yeah, I mean, you can start by putting your hand up, but shortly, yeah. just like kids, just start shouting out. Mm -hmm. Make sure what you shout at them as well is completely and utterly unrelated to what, you, what you're teaching yeah, or what yeah. they're saying to you. Um, and then if they tell you something, if they tell you something, refuse to believe it unless they can show you loads of evidence Ooh, in like folders, binders, mm -hmm. uh you know, observe them maybe. Yeah. And still, if you don't believe them after that, do a full-on two-day inspection. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, it'd be things like, partner just be like, you won't believe what happened today. Can I fill my water bottle? <laughs> what? Yeah. Go to the toilet? Can I go to the toilet? Your partner would be like, yeah, of course, you don't need to ask for permission. 
<laughs> I mean, you can you can also make it a positive one as well. So if he does something well, like you know, takes the bins out, you can give him a few team points, yeah. a few dojos, yeah, a lovely a little Kiev, sticker. a lovely Kiev. You know what? <laughs> uh, on a Friday, and the star of the week, yeah, goes to my partner for that amazing Kiev. Come, come on up, yeah. have an getting assembly, his, getting his parents round to witness. <laughs> Uh, yeah, have an assembly each week. Um, you know, write reports. Right, just yeah. have a parents' evening with the, with the parents. Yeah. Invite them round. Um, and I mean, if you really, really want to take it to the to the extreme, whatever job he is, whatever job he does, whoever's at the top of like who's the CEO or the director of whatever company he works for, just apply to do that job, right? Having no experience in working in that mm. field, and then just you know make ridiculous decisions that annoys everyone makes them all strike you've taken this dilemma (laughs) and just subtly i say subtly you've just absolutely just turned it into attack but it's just i mean adam's right there if if your partner can't see when you're doing all that thing i mean it's that gaslighting trope though of the the holidays didn't make me laugh though the little bit that made me laugh is where she went mark until my eyes are crossed if the partner was just like, do you want a brew? She's like, yeah, yeah please, with her eyes crossed. I think you should take a break, you know. I think you should sit up, stand on the fence. Yeah, that's your first warning. Yeah. Don't answer back. Don't move your name. Sorry? Happy side, sad side. As soon as he wakes up in the morning, where do you want to put yourself on the, uh, what's it called? The zones of regulation. That's the one. Where do you see yourself today? Yeah. Calm time. Uh. Calm time. <laughs> Ding! Uh, yeah, that, 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 I think that would work. Just give him a bit more of a taste of the realities but of I would teaching. say, live your life. Don't, don't, like, you sound, you know, like you are doing far too much and there's ways yeah. of going about That's that. not always a teacher's fault, isn't it? But, I mean, no, it's not you, do get, you, you do get teachers who thrive off that as well. I think the partner is maybe just playing a bit, not hard to get, but, you know, to kind of just like, meh. Yeah. He's just being a bit like, Nye. yeah. Maybe he's trying to help by saying you shouldn't be doing all that. Yeah, maybe. But there are some teachers who love it. I came across a new phrase for these people. Do you know teachers who love to sort of um, Dudley do rights. Yeah, and they just love to play into that. Uh, oh, look at all the work that I do because yeah. I care so much, and it's all for the kids. And I'm not in it for the income. I'm in it for the outcome. You know those sort mm. of, you know. Uh, you see the quotes, don't you? A good teacher is like a candle who burns themselves to bright, light the way for the other. It's just, oh. I hate it. Teacher martyrs, they're called. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And they all need to get in the bin. Because uh, I just think they let the rest of us down because that's why our education system's so crap at the minute because it gets propped up by these teachers who accept that they should be self-sacrificing themselves to do a job. Yeah, I just, I just think maybe, yeah, she needs just to take a break and chill. Maybe take the partner away and then both away from work, and then maybe you can. Robin Wood's got an open. <laughs> Go caving. Yeah. Go to residential. <laughs> Make sure you uh, pat the medication. Do a risk yeah. assessment. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Do you get travel sick, love? <laughs> Sail in front of the coach, will you? With a yeah. bag. Right, line up with your partner. <laughs> You, you're my partner. <laughs> right, uh, we've got some other stories as well. So, um, here are a couple of confessions. Confessions. So, I am a food teacher. 
I had a student who gets free school meals. Um, his ingredients were always provided for him, as they should be, to help him access the curriculum. For one of his cooks, he got to choose his recipe. The student wanted to make a Toblerone cheesecake. Okay. Very nice, yeah. Did I mention this? At first you had my curiosity. (laughs) Yeah. Did I mention this student had very poor attendance? Anyway, I ordered the ingredients, even got the biggest Toblerone there was. Um, No, you didn't. What do you mean? Nah. She's not getting an airport Toblerone. <laughs> She's not getting one of those 150 dubber. You know, those absolute those size one, of your yeah, The ones that are as tall Listen, as you we are. We all like a story. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be lying to us now. Well, even though it got the biggest Toblerone she could. No, she didn't. <laughs> so, so there was some left over for decorating. I had the ingredients ready to go into the fridge. So on a day that the student was meant to cook, we also had one of those lovely twilight meetings. And feeling the 3 p.m. slump from a long day, I noticed that the student had not been in to cook or collect his ingredients. So I ate the Toblerone. Well, it couldn't have been that big if you had it up. <laughs> in its entirety. Aww. Imagine if it was one of those ones. <laughs> Okay, so for the icebreaker, we're just going to go around. Everyone's going to share what they've been learning. She's just slobber, slobbering about. Like the end of Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. Still at the end of Dodgeball. Um, in its entirety before the meeting. Flipping heck. Which, which made me feel a million times better. And on the way home, I popped into the shop to replace said lost Toblerone. And I bought an even bigger one. <laughs> the perfect crime. Such a perfect crime. Here is where I'll confess that I did it at least four nights that week of school. <laughs> so she just kept buying Toblerones, eating him, going by Toblerones. I bet the people in the shop were just like, man, this woman loves a Toblerone. I ate it each time and replaced it. I'm not cross at myself, but proud to know that I can eat that quantity of chocolate. Oh, I mean, fair dues. Yeah. The kid just not coming in. <laughs> Just, she's just like uh, Jonathan he's not in miss yes <laughs> and you know the day that she forgets to get the Toblerone yeah. is the day that kid comes in got that Toblerone from a cheesecake yeah and then you'd have to you'd have to go to the staff room and quickly try and find a replacement and all that's left is like a box of celebrations oh. and it's just like chocolate eclairs bounty yeah bounty and chocolate eclairs yeah. oh, chocolate eclairs are always left to the I end like I love a eclairs, chocolate eclair yeah. right another confession here I was demonstrating the CK digraph to my reception class I hope everyone heard my phonetic enunciation of that do you know what? I'd panic then. When what? you said CK Diagraph in reception, I was thinking, before you said in reception, I was thinking, oh God, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I thought it was like some crazy math term. I asked if they could hear the sound in Goldilocks. So that's where you'd say it like yeah. that as well. Goldilocks. Yeah. I then proceeded to write Goldilocks on the whiteboard, only to frantic gesturing from my TA. I turned to check what the issue was. Only to see, I'd actually written in very clear big letters, gold dicks. <laughs> I taught my class to write gold dicks. I so thought it was going to be goldy cocks. No. Gold dicks. <laughs> you know what I was waiting for? I was thinking, it's got to be goldy cocks. It's got to be. And then when you're like, gold dicks. Um, Why good- is she written that? <laughs> she just forgot the... Uh- Dillot. <laughs> 
Illock? Illox. Oh no, just the yellow. Gold dick. Just missed the yellow. <laughs> the fact that your children didn't notice as well says everything about yeah. the progress of your class. <laughs> yeah, they uh, one porridge. Yeah. Is that gold locks? Uh, it's gold locks, oh, yeah. Oh my god. Um, working with a group of year two pupils in the ICT suite, they've been asked to research London. Needless to say, Big Ben threw up some interesting images that had the TA rushing round to close the pages. Another one I'll never forget was researching an Easter topic with year five. Never search for hot cross buns. Oh, I wouldn't think that was bad. Big Ben I get. Yeah. Hot, hot cross, cross buns. buns. Are you searching it, yeah? Get your safe uh, search off. Hot cross buns. Images. Oh, uh, they all seem quite supple. I know, they're just pictures of hot cross. Just pictures of buns. Just, yeah. Unless you, what, what if you did hot cross bums? If you misspell it. Yeah, misspell Hot it. cross bums. Bums. Oh, no, it's still hot still cross buns. buns. Very disappointed, actually. I know. I'd say that was safe. Try hot cross ass. <laughs> 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 oh, that tickled me that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, oh, sorry, man. I've got a <laughs> accidental innuendo here. Um, names changed. Teaching and reception, a few children were building dens with sheets and pegs. A few children started putting all the pegs onto a boy. He clearly wasn't happy with it. So I sh shouted across the playground, Let's leave Jack alone! He doesn't want to be pegged! <laughs> uh, right, weird things you've had to confiscate. Weird things you've had to confiscate. <laughs> okay. Uh, in fact, before I do that one, another weird googling thing on my second year placement of a C of E school Church of England I was taking a year 5-6 RE lesson on Jesus as the Messiah all was going well I was confident answering children's questions like there was no tomorrow right uh, <laughs> I read that in the wrong turn then did I hang on answering questions like there was no tomorrow not answering questions like there's no tomorrow children we're all gonna do yeah. Uh, then moves on to virgin birth no problem they've gone through this or so I thought what's a virgin comes a voice from the back of the class I replies with a, with a smooth don't worry about that now and moved on crisis aborted halfway through the lesson and the question is raised again this time all the children want to know and they won't give up I look to the class teacher for help fear clearing my eyes he shrugs. Oh, he's absolutely <laughs> left you. <laughs> left you out to dry. Shall I do it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I fancy it. He shrugs. I'm on my own. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I'm riding town. <laughs> Just the teachers are like, I'm on my PPA. I'm not my bed. I'm standing there. All, all eyes on me. So, how true is that? When you're anyone get this? I'm just just, just coming to my head. When you're covering a class and the teachers on PPA and the teacher forgets something, it's yeah. usually a folder, whatever the water bottle. They come in and they say the same thing. <laughs> what do they say? I'm not here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I'm not here. Pretend I'm not here. I can see you, you pillock. <laughs> um, so I'm on my own. I'm standing there, all eyes on me, trying to think of an age-appropriate way to explain to a class of majority Catholic children. Arms weak, knees are heavy. <laughs> Spaghetti. Almost. I decided to Google it. Oh. Yes, an explanation of the Virgin Mary with no mentions of sex. I explain. The children still don't understand. At this point, I'm red-faced and stuttering. Cardigan is lost because I'm so warm with embarrassment. As I'm stuttering, I make eye contact with a girl on the other side of the room. She's laughing. She shakes her head in embarrassment. My awkward explanation is being laughed at by a ten-year-old. The longer she looks at me, the harder she laughs. She knows what a virgin is. Why is she getting involved? <laughs> Stop looking at that particular child. I end up distracting the class with some awkward dance moves. <laughs> What I do is I'd whack Madonna like a virgin. <laughs> do the robot. Um, <laughs> I choose to ignore the explanation. Uh, I choose. Luckily, it mostly works. I choose to ignore the girl's explanation to the rest of the class. Better her than me. There's no way it worked, the distraction. <laughs> Why is Miss doing the running man? Why is she doing the worm across the floor? <laughs> um, right, sorry, the, the, I was going back to the confiscate one, wasn't I? Uh, new pu- here's, here's a weird one. New pupil joined us in year nine. I was assigned to him. He was allowed fidget toys in his last school. They are not allowed where I work. I offered him some blue tack in a chemistry lesson. He told me, don't worry. I have my own fidget toy and proceeded to pull out. Uh, this isn't going to go where you think it's going to go, by the way. Well, I don't know where I'm thinking <laughs> of what. Uh, he pulled out slime. No. I'll give you three guesses. Uh, so, as for blue tack, that he pulled out a condom. No. One more. That was a good try. Am I on the right track? No. There? No. You're so far off. Okay. You're so cold. Uh, he pulled out white tack. Nope. I have my own fidget toy and proceeded to pull out an onion. <laughs> God, I would have never done No. He started peeling it and refused to put it away. I ended up telling him he would get a detention if the said onion was not back in his bag. What are you crying for? <laughs> get it in your bag. What are you crying for, miss? Um, the girls with eyelashes behind us pointed out, Miss, it's not on the sanction list against bringing onions to school, one said. The other, babe, but onions make you cry. I've just had my lashes done. Miss, give him a detention if he doesn't, because I'm not getting them redone because of him. Love this. It's Waterloo Road, isn't it? Yeah. An onion. I would have never in a million years. I could have guess after guess, layer after layer. <laughs> I mean, it might work, fidget toy. I know, but your hands would reek. Your hands would reek, and you'd just be crying. Yeah, you would. Have you got hay go fever? Every, go everywhere. You got it? hay fever? No, I've just been just been fidgeting an onion. Fidgeting with my onion. <laughs> I uh, just would have never get I thought I was really close with condom. I was no. like, he's gonna be like pulling it. No, 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 no. Oh, never mind. 
Right, what about this one? Now, do you remember a few um, episodes ago, well, quite a few episodes ago, where we had that story sent in about dogging the suitcase? Mm-hmm. And then it got proven to be Turns an urban out myth. that we got done. Yeah, yeah, we got done. So I can't remember the name of the, the lady who shared that story, but she's apologised. Oh, really? Yeah. First, I am so sorry about the dog in the suitcase story. My ex-boyfriend's dad said it happened to a friend of his, and I fully believed it. I was listening to your podcast in the shower when I heard you call out my name and was so embarrassed and felt really bad. I told a friend of mine what had happened and she mentioned I was owed some bad luck and it didn't take long for it to catch up with me. Jump- I'm invested in this. <laughs> you Jump- embarrassed us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jump forward to two days later and I'm in the shower again. I hope there's another shower between then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not impressive that you're showering every jump, couple of days. Yeah, jump forward two days later, and I'm having my next hey, shower. And guess what? I'm only in the shower again. Listening to some older episodes. Love that, though. Yeah. It's 8.30 at night, and my son is asleep in bed. Suddenly, I hear the sound of him jumping out of his cabin bed and running to the top of the stairs. As this means he's just outside the bathroom door... I lean out of the shower and open the door to ask him what is he, what's he doing. He looks up at me and says, just wanted to say hello. I can't say hello right now. I'm in the shower and you should be in bed, I say as I drip all over the floor. Not to you, mummy, to the Asda man. It was then I looked up in horror to see, stood in my front doorway, at the bottom of the stairs was our Asda delivery man looking up at me in all my naked glory. Thanks for the show, guys. You really light up my week, and I promise no more fibs from me. (laughs) Oh, no, that has the delivery. (laughs) Oh, sorry, we've got a substitute for your melons. I mean, your. uh... (laughs) Oh, my God. Looks like you don't need this pack of shavers. <laughs> right, and I've got um, two more stories to finish off. This one right. <laughs> really, really, really tickled me. Right, a local head. So this was under the finger of pointless training. Okay. Right. Um, a local head came to deliver inset on what his school did. He read us a poem, cried. <laughs> read us a poem, cried. <laughs> said some random things through tears for 30 minutes before <laughs> our, our head took him by the arm and led him out. So <laughs> he's come to do inset training. Read a poem, cried. And then just tried to say things. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope he's all right, but yeah, it's just. I, could you, can you imagine anyone listening to this? All that, the you reason I'm in, laughing in any workplace, and you're with your mates, and you're all sat on different tables, and someone's like, "To dream <laughs> is to believe," and I listen, and suddenly like, you all get there, and then it's just like. <laughs> that kind of joke well, it reminded me of that best man speech yeah, that I heard I knew you were going to say that yeah uh, so but I'm laughing at just how awkward the staff must have felt oh. like obviously I hope they get because it then says we couldn't work out if he was drunk having a breakdown or that was normal for him but we were certainly all very uncomfortable 
so I was uh, just that's what makes me laugh that the awkwardness of the staff sort of going because if it, if it, if he did it for 30 minutes, 30, minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes before the head teacher because the head teacher probably they're like is this anything as well would have just said him I was like you know if he'd have gone like you know and then, and then she left and someone went <laughs> and he went everyone laughing at me right um, oh. now before we finish this week's episode we just want to remind everyone of a couple of things now uh, it's going to be what, where are we two weeks off or a week off Work. before the paperback comes out oh yeah we're uh, so it's about two weeks yeah so we've got the paper book release of this is your own time you're wasting so that's going to be a week on Thursday so 6th of July uh, we'll probably have another episode before then but you should be able to pre-order it uh, we'd love your support with that so obviously if you are thinking of an end of term present for a teacher TA a colleague your children's teachers uh, I'm sure they'll enjoy it because it's a nice, easy read with just loads of funny, relatable yeah. anecdotes, yeah, stories. Yeah, on any page. Yeah, so that's that's there to be pre-ordered, uh, the paperback of book two, out on the 6th of July. Um, or you can obviously treat that special teacher in your life or school staff member with some tickets to our upcoming tour. So we are going to be back on the road in October. The two weeks of the half term in October, we are doing uh, quite the run of shows. We're going to be starting in Glasgow on the 15th of October. So Sunday 15th of October in Glasgow, then October the 21st we're in Leicester, October 22nd Bournemouth, October 23rd Brighton, October 24th London, October 26th Norwich, October 27th Guildford, October 28th is Sheffield, 29th Cardiff, 31st which is Halloween, we're going to be in Liverpool, 1st November Newcastle, 2nd November Birmingham, 3rd November Salford, um, 4th of November Bradford and then the last show 5th of November will be in Northampton so there are tickets available for all the shows we've done it through the half term so that hopefully so, uh, as many of you as possible can make the journey over because um, there's some big venues we're going to be playing and like I say at this time of year where you're thinking oh what could I get that teacher friend that colleague then tickets to the show I'm sure uh, most of them would really enjoy yeah 100% I think you know we've been having loads of little chats and stuff and you know if you came to the last show all we can say is well one thank you and two prepare for another you know another night of absolute <coughs> craziness and we think it's going to be bigger better um, and more laughs to be had so if you didn't make it to the last show uh, do not fear because we are back with a brand new show and yeah definitely get your tickets we want to try and make this as successful as possible and with your help we know we can smash out the park and obviously you're you're going to be part of the show as well so we're going to be reading some of your stories during the show um and these are the sort of stories we want oh, right there we go because this is like a few this it's is hybrid this came in as cringe but it's also a bit of a no there's, mm. a, there's all sorts going on right a number of years ago the school i worked at was undergoing an offset inspection Boo. <laughs> right, and that's going to be the reaction in the show, like like a pantomime. Uh, one of the inspectors was turning out to be a real knobhead. Uh, apologies for the language. Right, in fact, his first name rhymed with it. Rob. Well, I don't know if it's rhymes with knob or knobhead. Fred. No, it's going to be Rob, isn't it? Okay. If you think that part might be too identifiable, identifiable. 
Leave it out. No. Well, you could have a... We don't, we've not specified, so... But we'll leave it there. Myself and a colleague went in together for our subject leader interviews and we were given a real grilling. It was horrible and needless to say, our school got requires improvement. Whenever we talked about that inspection experience, we always referred to the inspector by his rhyming name. Yeah. So is you it like stick it Rob Led. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else could it be? Rob... Uh, Bob. Robstead. Not bad. Robstead. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, a couple of years later, myself and the same colleague were on a training course. We were sat opposite two other teachers who were talking, and I overheard them mention this Ofsted inspector's name. Rob the Knob. <laughs> I jumped straight in feet first and said, Oh, God, have you got him for an inspection? He's a right knobhead. Scarred us for life. No, said one of them. He's my husband. <gasps> and then proceeded to say I've always wondered what people thought of him thanks for being so honest (laughs) well at that moment I wanted the earth to swallow me up I had to sit opposite opposite the two teachers for the rest of the day during the training and I was mortified I'm sorry right I mean, it's a brilliant story, and thanks so much for sharing. But who in their right mind dives in like that? You've got yeah, to do your due diligence. You, you can't, you know for Yeah, but if it's such can't. a... So, for, for me, I'm with that to you. I'd have dive straight in. I've done stuff like that. Not not to that extent, but you sort of think people are going to be on the same lines as you because her experience is this Rob, whatever he's called. Rob Stead. If, if Rob Stead. Rob Stead has Rob ruined Stead, her Rob life. Stead, <laughs> Rob Stead, Rob Stead has ruined her life. Gave her a right grilling in the subject uh, leader thing. So, of course, you can have a bee in your bonnet. You're going to be like, I hate this Rob Stead. And then so when you hear and someone go like... Mrs. Rob Stead was that. <laughs> and then... But it's, it's just that I wonder what she was saying where they, I overheard them mention the offset inspector you won't believe what Rob did uh. for Valentine's Day <laughs> oh are you talking about Rob Stead <laughs> not bad yeah <laughs> not bad it's the way she went I've always wondered what people thought of him although in hindsight I now think oh well maybe he needed to hear what a knobhead he was <laughs> that's how it finishes she's staying true <laughs> well you know if you're going to end up doing that for Ofsted I mean, it's pretty foregone conclusion for most of them, isn't it? Oh, it does make me but feel But that, crazy, the moment so. where it's like, oh, he's my husband. You're not got him, have you? <laughs> You're not got him. Just dead, dead coming across the table. Yeah! <laughs> you ain't got him, have you? He's a proper knobhead. No, actually, he's, he's my husband. He's my husband. Oh, God. <laughs> what are you, Mrs. Spen? <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Rad. <laughs> oh god I bet, I bet she like nudged the teacher like god we're gonna tell them we're gonna warn them yeah yeah <laughs> oh. I mean to be fair yeah, like that that she must have she must have known that was gonna cut if, you, if you're married to an officer inspector well I I know one officer inspector do you yeah see um, I, like I say I don't think in you know I'm not saying they're all bad, but given everything that's happened, I really struggle to justify why people would continue to represent that body who are quite clearly damaging the education sector so much. And there's been quite a few people who passed 
you know, off the back of everything that's happened, has stepped away and said, massive respect. But, you know, I know some people are like, well, I'm one of the good ones. And it's like, yeah, but it shouldn't be like that. For every one good one, there's three Rob Steads. <laughs> yeah. And I get so many messages. <laughs> I really hope his name isn't Rob Stead. <laughs> I get loads of messages from people who are like, we've just had the call, blah, blah, blah. And my only response to these people, are, good luck. And that's all I can say because ultimately the system we've got in place is what it comes down to. Mm. Pure luck. Because you're either going to get, maybe the Ofsted inspector you know, if they're, they're all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who? And I know there's some good inspectors out there, fair inspectors, but then you might end up with a Rod, Robstead. Yeah. And it's because there's Robsteads out there that means that the, 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 the whole system is ridiculous and inconsistent. So do you anyway. say, like, good luck, break the leg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you've got a guy called Rob Stead, run for the hill. Rob Stead, break the leg, no bed off Stead. <laughs> no, but that's all I can, and I say like good luck and that's all I can say because it's a lottery as to what inspector you get. If, if Rob Stead's <laughs> wife was a teacher and she's a fan of this, she'll be like, not again. <laughs> Rob, you can't come and listen to this, love. Oh, Rob. Um, right. No bed. <laughs> 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 oh god yeah uh, I wonder what the training course was on <laughs> I hope Robstead wasn't that that head teacher who came in no the one who read the poem and then cried <laughs> because the poem reminded him of what those women had said yeah. oh god right guys thank you as always for listening uh, we hope you've enjoyed it uh, yeah as always please do show your support head over to the Facebook group share it in your WhatsApp groups keep spreading the pod um, get your tickets for live shows uh, re- I really hope you can support us with the paperback of the book you can pre-order it now it's out on the 6th of July um, and yeah we'll be back with another episode next week and we just a quick one we are due on Michael Ball's Sunday radio show oh yeah it's yeah Sunday talking about so the book 11 o'clock till 1 o'clock uh, talking all things book tour um, or book and the tour yeah not the book tour yeah um, so yeah tune in apart from if your name's Rob Stead you turn <laughs> off <laughs>